This is our people and Mother Earth on KWSO. Treatment varies with many types of mental disorders. Often it involves psychiatric counseling and sometimes medications. Clinical depressions, anxiety disorder, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia and attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder may be treated in part with medication. Sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes it's a short-term need. For sure, people who are recovering or withdrawing from psychiatric medication, there's been a lack of support and, in general, a lack of understanding for what they're experiencing. Deborah Wilson is involved with the Shriponi Recovery Organization. While there are 12-step recovery groups for people withdrawing from alcohol or illicit drugs, there's not any recovery groups in Central Oregon supporting people recovering or withdrawing from psychiatric meds. So, yeah, I met Jennifer and Greg. After I heard them on KPOV, I had uh, discovered them, and I'm so happy I tuned in at the right time. Otherwise, I don't think I would have met them when I did. They realize that everyone is in recovery of something, and so their nonprofit, Shriponya, uh, is based on, um, on that idea that everyone's in recovery of something, and they're very recovery focused. So let's see, after hearing my story of how I identify as being a a psychiatric survivor or a former mental health patient and I'm in recovery of of those systems, they were intrigued and wanted to know more. And I guess one thing kind of led to another. And they had asked me if there was a, a documentary film that was related to psychiatry and the harms, I guess, that happen sometimes. Um, And so I said yes, and so we'll be showing a film, Medicating Normal. Oh, because that's something else that Sri Ponya does. They they show documentary films to help raise awareness around certain topics. And so it started as just like showing the film, and then I had a I don't know, some inspiration to reach out to someone who I've been um, following and someone who I admire. His name is Will Hall, and he also identifies as a psychiatric survivor, and he has recovered from the mental health system and is now um, working as a therapist and a consultant and a trainer, and he'll be uh, coming up to Central Oregon to do part of a um, workshop training. And we're, we're all very excited about that. For most all of us, there are people we know, whether family members, friends, or acquaintances, that have had or do have struggles with mental health disorders. Some may find successful treatment through counseling, some with psychiatric medication, and some with both. Deborah Wilson says psychiatric treatments mean different things for different people. I would like to say that I'm not, you know, anti-medication. I'm not anti-psychiatry. I feel that at times harm has been done. And I guess I'll just speak about my own journey and experience within those systems um, when d- a few different times I was in extreme emotional distress 
And back then, you know, maybe things have changed, but this was 20-some years ago, law enforcement was the first person to call. And I was, um, I feel like, yeah, I'm also like a, a victim of police brutality and handcuffed, you know, thrown to the ground, then tossed inside of a police car, taken to the county hospital, psych, you know, psychiatric unit, um, put into restraints, just a lot of unnecessary force, which I feel added to the trauma. Um, and trauma is so oftentimes, you know, the thing that lands people in these types of unfortunate situations. And then, you know, as far as medication goes, I feel like we need, um, we need to be given more information. So informed consent is something that is talked a lot about in this you know, recovery world and wanting to push back a little bit with psychiatry and the mental health system. There's just this general lack of information that's given other than you know the list of side effects when we go to the pharmacy to pick up the medications what I feel is is missing is the lack of um, information like on how difficult it will be to come off of the medication if one decides to do that. And withdrawing from psychiatric medication is something that is not taught in medical schools. So the Oftentimes the prescribers don't know what to do with a patient who wants to come off. And it's a very long and very painful, can be very painful um, process with long-term um, damage to the brain, damage to the nervous system, and that needs to be um, talked about when you know when someone is thinking about starting medication, and so, and then I also feel like another p huge piece that's missing is support around coming off. Um, there's like one place that I'm aware of that helps people withdraw from psych drugs and it's in Sedona, Arizona, and they require a 60-day stay, 6060, and they charge $1,000 a day. And that is just not the reality for most people. And um, so, yeah, we, we need to create alternatives. We need to inform people of what these alternatives are because they're already out there. I, a lot of people just are unaware. And then we also need to make these alternatives accessible to everyone. Treatment of a psychiatric disorder may include medication, and that can be very effective. But every person and every diagnosis is different, and each patient and their advocate should understand what long-term paths for healing might be right for them. Deborah Wilson of Ben talks about her understanding of the role of psychiatric medications in many cases. 
they were designed to be used short term. And I would like to credit, um, if I may, Dr. Joseph Barrett. He was my psychiatrist at the Deschutes County Behavioral Health when I was a client there. And he told me that, um, yeah, just that, the medications were designed to be used short term and not long term, you know, to stabilize someone's in crisis. And, um, but that other things can be, can be used to help create um, stability. And then once stability, some sense of stability had been established that that person could come off and come off of their medication. Um, that wasn't the, that, that was not how my many, that wasn't the story that was presented to me, you know, in 2003, I was given a diagnosis. I was told I would need to be on medication for the rest of my life. And, you know, it was this chronic thing, but, you know, reflecting on, on that, um, it seems very, mm, what's the word? Just very unfair and, and not, um, not very like humane because I, you know, I showed up in extreme distress and within like maybe 10 minutes I had been given, probably less than 10 minutes, I'd been given a diagnosis and, you know, seen in this snapshot moment and without, you know, without asking me some really important questions, um, you know, the approach was not what happened to you. It was like, you know, oh, there's something wrong with you. You're broken. And then this whole... Um, some some people consider the brain chemistry myth. Um, I feel like oftentimes what is going on is um, a lot of unresolved trauma coming to the surface and behaviors that um, have been suppressed from an age, from like maybe when the when these traumas were occurring. So at 33 years of age, um, I was starting to process traumas that happened, you know, maybe at like age two or three, even pre-verbal. And these behaviors, you know, for a 33-year-old person can be quite bizarre. And I feel like we still don't know. We don't really know how the mind works and how I mean, we're just—I feel like we're just—it's—it's it's exciting, you know. It is exciting to to be alive at this time, and um, more awareness uh, is is coming about. But I—I I still feel like there's so much that we just don't know, we don't understand, and maybe we'll never quite understand. But it is—it's very complicated. Will Hall is a counselor with a focus on recovering from mental health disorders through holistic health, spiritual practice, and other alternatives to traditional diagnosis and use of psychiatric medications. I'm really inspired because I think that the communities across the country need more conversations about mental health and especially medications and the choices that we have. 
around medications, often these can be difficult conversations. So I just want to welcome everybody. If you're taking psychiatric medications, if you're not taking psychiatric medications, if you're considering taking, if you're on and you don't want to be taking, all of those voices are welcome in this conversation. And, you know, my own um, involvement with this issue began as a, a patient in the system. And I, I, some people are helped by the services they receive, and I was not. And I was really harmed, um, both by the hospitalization and, and the force. Um, a lot of things were done against my choice. And, uh, and then the medications also. So I got involved with the patients movement. I got involved in developing uh, mutual aid support groups. And we did a lot of work um, for many years in Western Massachusetts. I then moved out to Oregon. I actually lived in Portland. So Eastern Oregon is one of my favorite places in the sure. world. Um, so I'm very happy to be visiting. And we found that there's a great need. There's a great need. Um, prescribers of psych meds sometimes just spend 15 minutes for a prescription interview. And um, the entire conversation is often dominated by commercial interests and pharmaceutical companies. Not only do they have a in financial incentive to sell as many pills as possible, but they also have, haven't been honest. And there's been quite a lot of corruption uh, on the, some that they've been caught doing. There's been a lot of fines, but also um, there's a lot of conflict of interest. So we're not getting um, good information easily available mm. to us. So my goal coming out there is really to have people have a space where a lots of different viewpoints and different understandings can come together and we can have a conversation and maybe learn all of us how to make smarter choices, safer choices for ourselves and for the people um, that we're connected to, because this really, this really affects all of us. Um, I, there's so much um, psychiatric medication and there's so much um, distress. There's so much depression. There's so much anxiety. Uh, people are suff suffering with substance abuse. People are also sometimes uh, go into uh, very difficult states that get called psychosis or bipolar or schizophrenia. And we don't, have enough open conversations about that. So I'm I'm really coming to learn from the community and also offer what um, some of my experience, both personally and in the work that I've done. I'm also a therapist now, and I do um, I'm doing PhD work on medications as well. So I'm really um, I'm grateful to being invited. This is what I I really feel called and inspired to do. A documentary film, a panel, and a workshop about empowering people, building communities, and a harm reduction guide to coming off psychiatric meds is an effort of the Shreponia Recovery Organization to bring attention to these issues. Will Hall is a counselor and facilitator working with individuals, couples, families, and groups, sharing what he has learned about harm reduction for coming off psychiatric medication. Psychiatric medications are, are drugs. They are drugs. They're marketed as treatments. They're marketed as kind of magical, mysterious, powerful chemical balancers, but essentially they're drugs. And um, I was not given proper, complete, informed consent when I was put on um, antidepressants. I was on antipsychotics. Um, I was on anti-anxiety 
drugs. I was also on lithium for a while. I was hospitalized, um, I think, four times, four or five times. And um, there's no question I was I was in very severe distress. Um, I, you know, looking back, it makes a lot of sense because there was a lot of trauma in my childhood. Both of my parents are trauma survivors. But when I finally ended up in the hospital, they didn't ask me any of that. They just basically mm. had a, a checklist. Are you depressed? Are you anxious? Are you hearing voices? Are you suicidal? And they just checked the boxes. And Okay, now we're going to give you medications to stabilize you. And it, it really is, it's, it's, when you start to study it, it's it's kind of shocking how much misunderstanding there's there's this idea that people who are in a mental health crisis are basically like having an elevated heart rate or they have sepsis in their blood or they have a fever and you just have to kind of bring it down and stabilize. But that's not how emotions work. Emotions work by feeling isolated, connecting, having memories trauma, working through the feelings, working through the conflicting beliefs, working through the emotions that are going on, getting grounded. So the entire mental health system is, is for, for many, many people, is very wrong-headed. It's a very, you don't get the listening that you need. I mean, if I broke, if I break my arm, I just want to go to the ER, just don't listen to me, just figure out which arm hurts, give me an x-ray and just right. fix it as quickly as possible. That's the framework. That's the paradigm. Stabilize, get people's symptoms under control. And um, fortunately, there is, a, I discovered this movement. There is a movement, not just of patients, but also of psychiatrists, of nurses, of doctors, family members who are saying, wait a second, this is, the system is really crazy. We need something very different. And I'm very, very grateful for the recovery movement and the 12-step movement for giving us a model of people who have suffered tremendously with um, substance dependence and then move through that and then are able to help other people because I really this is really what helped me other patients who we could share our experiences with each other um and yeah I was di I was diagnosed with schizophrenia the big bad scary word they came in they said you know I was in um, Langley Porter Psychiatric Institute, which is University of California, San Francisco Medical Center. So this is like a top tier uh, medical school, training school hospital. They did all these tests on me. They did, you know, all this observation and they brought me in and the two residents and then the chief chief psychometrist or the, the testing, the guy who mm -hmm. does the test, the psychiatrist who runs the testing, he was there and they said, yeah, Mr. Hall, we've you know, we've done all these tests, we've reached this, um, the results are in, you have a kind of schizophrenia called schizoaffective disorder, there's no cure, you'll need to be on medications for the rest of your life, you, we need, you need to not have stressful jobs, you need to like really rethink your future. And it really was like a, um, like casting a spell on me, it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy, um, yeah. because that's a, that's a terrible message of hopelessness. And I was very conflicted because I wanted help. I knew that I was overwhelmed by voices. I was overwhelmed by suicidal feelings. I, I believed that the devil was coming after me. I was so afraid of my roommates that I left out the window of our apartment so they wouldn't um, they wouldn't see me. So I needed help. I was definitely suffering. Mm. But what was on offer um, really ended up 
I think putting me in danger. I don't I don't think I would be here today doing the work that I'm doing if I had stayed on the antipsychotics. They're very toxic drugs. They cause long lots of long-term um, problems. I'm not anti-medication because like I said, you know, each of us has the truth within us. So some people, I have a very good friend who, um, you know, he had come off of his medications. He was doing great for years. And then he went into an altered state and he was a, he was a, a leader in the patient survivor movement. He was working with helping people come off medications. And at that time in his life, the only thing that worked was medications to help him get stable. So, um, you know, I'm not anti-medication. I take a more of a harm reduction approach. Will Hall is a counselor with a focus on recovering from mental health disorders through holistic health, spiritual practice, and other alternatives to traditional diagnoses and the use of psychiatric medications. You can hear that full interview on the Sri Ponya Facebook page. Thanks for listening to our people and Mother Earth here on 91.9 FM KWSO.